millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Now, for anybody who didn't watch the shows last week or was perhaps looking for the shows this weekend, you must not have heard that I was speaking at the Great American Restoration Tour in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Beautiful place. First time I've ever been there. More than anything... It was an opportunity to meet some incredible people from the audience, and I sincerely appreciate it. Kitsko, definitely one of those people. Thank you to Kelly as well. Thank you to Dina and Maggie and so many other people, too many to even name. I just want everybody to know that that is pretty much the highlight of uh, doing what I do here. Now, today, obviously, this is the 22nd anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. And I've already triggered something out there in the ether. I will address the mommy's comments directly when we come back from the break. And I encourage you to tune in to Baseless Conspiracies tonight at 10.30, where we're going to be going into some of these conspiracies in depth. But of course, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about it today. At least in bowing our heads in reverence for those who needlessly lost their lives. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. And we're going to be right back after this. Chances are pretty good that if you can hear my voice right now, you are probably feeling uncertain about your finances. And that is not a good feeling. But the thing is, you're not alone. I think a lot of us are. 
And this is one of the reasons why Noble Gold Investments is here to help. You can hear it from people who watch this program, people that they've already helped get their finances in shape. Saying things like, the Noble Gold crew walked me through everything. There was no stress. Or, with their help, I can finally sleep easy at night. And now this month, Noble Gold Investments is handing out these free 5-ounce solid silver America the Beautiful coins with every qualifying IRA. Right now, you can invest in gold and silver with Noble Gold Investments by visiting their link at my special website. It's called redpill78gold.com. The link is in the description of this video. Just click it, redpill78gold.com. It'll take you straight to Noble Gold Investments because they're the only gold company I trust. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. And I would like to begin tonight by addressing the comments that were in the chat. Now, the mommy looks like she's left. She was literally shaking and crying as she was writing those comments. And I don't want to discount the possibility that she's a real person and that she's greatly affected by the events of 9-11. But clearly, we have a different understanding about what actually happened that day. Um, It sounds like she may be in New Yorker. Sounds like maybe she's got family that were maybe even engineers in the World Trade Center. I know people who also were present in New York on 9-11. I know people who also uh, were structural engineers, people who were architects and uh, people who understand the science uh, behind demolitions and the way that buildings will crumble and collapse. Uh, I also know enough uh, to speak with authority about the temperatures uh, that exist in a jet fuel fire uh, and the temperatures that are required to completely melt steel in the way that we saw on 9-11. Now, that's not even saying anything about Larry Silverstein and the double insurance on those buildings or anything about World Trade Center 7, a building that had no structural damage but a apparently had fires on the day of and as a result of those fires, which were largely contained. Larry Silverstein made the choice to pull the building. That pulling of the building refers to a uh, intentional demolition. And from the ground on the day of, emergency workers present at World Trade Center 7 were on camera, on the news, on live stream, running away saying that building is about to collapse, they're about to blow it up. And there are so many other things. It's not saying anything about the fact that there was no plane at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., or the very unlikely scenario that a Boeing was shot down over Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Uh, all of these things can be true, And people can truly have lost their lives on September 11th. Their sacrifice, although needless, should not go without reverence. When I say 9-11 was an inside job, I mean that there was an element of pre-planning. There was an element of foreknowledge. And it wasn't simply among the government of the United States of America. Israel also appears to have had foreknowledge about what was going to take place on 9-11. And that will be the subject of the baseless conspiracy I discuss later on tonight on Baseless Conspiracies. So tune in if you are interested to know what happened. Now, 
I also want to make it very clear. When I say that the U.S. government knew 9-11 was going to happen, does that mean that every single person who worked in the U.S. government was aware that 9-11 was going to take place and thousands of Americans were going to lose their lives? Absolutely not. Uh, and it doesn't mean that because is Israel, in some fashion, like, say, Mossad, specific elements of the Mossad and specific people who were Mossad agents – just their foreknowledge doesn't mean that the whole country of Israel was aware that 9-11 was going to happen. We can't uh, take this uh, on an overly simplistic track. I mean, what we're talking about when we're dealing with these pre-planned and scripted events is something that is contained within many layers. Uh, Mommy, if you are someone who truly watches the show, uh, then I have to believe you probably believe that COVID-19, the pandemic was also an inside job. What that means is that elements of the United States government and the international community sought to implement a pandemic that would shut down the United States of America and destroy the presidency of one Donald John Trump. Doesn't mean that everybody knew what was going on or that people didn't actually die, but it does mean that it was done on purpose. 9-11 was also done on purpose. I'm sure you're aware of the USA Patriot Act. We've spoken about it on the channel many times. It's been the subject of many other programs. The USA Patriot Act was sold to us as the response for 9-11. But the truth is, it was drafted well in advance. That's because they knew that when a major terror attack happened on U.S. soil, they were going to have an opportunity. It's like what Rahm Emanuel said, you never let a good crisis go to waste. And they did not allow a good crisis go to waste on 9-11 either. They rolled out the USA Patriot Act, and they told us it was what we needed to keep the homeland safe. The Department of Homeland Security was created. They instituted microwave backscatter machines to view our every crevice at airports all over the world. The TSA was put into place. And you may or may not remember, but after 9-11, everybody in government was not so keen on rolling out the surveillance state that we currently live under today. Uh, In fact, there were several people in Congress who were standing in the way of the passing of the USA Patriot Act to make it law. Do you remember what it was that ultimately convinced them to go ahead and vote yes? Well, it was the after 9-11 anthrax attacks. If you do know anything about the anthrax attacks, then you'll also know that those are also an inside job. Who was it that perpetrated the anthrax attacks? Well, likely it was certainly people within the U.S. government, but most likely it was probably elements of the Central Intelligence Agency. Are you aware that the congressman who received anthrax in the mail, anthrax that could have easily killed them and their staff, Those people just happened to be the congressmen that were not going to vote for the USA Patriot Act. But I'll tell you what, son of a bitch, they sure voted for it after they received an envelope full of white powder that could kill them and their families and the people that work for them. Yes, my friends, 9-11 was an inside job. The anthrax attacks were an inside job. And I don't say it lightly. 
I don't just come here on the air and parrot talking points and make broad proclamations on things that I can't prove with evidence that has been collated over decades at this point. One final thing about the anthrax attacks. One thing that really proved to me that it was also an inside job, that it was likely the U.S. government that sent that to Tom Daschle and the other congressman who did not want to vote for the USA Patriot Act. He was a Democrat, by the way, and it was a Republican administration. So that should tell you all you need to know. Uniparty. Doesn't matter who's in power, unless it's Donald Trump and we the people. The anthrax that was sent to those congressmen, to those journalists, that was anthrax that was developed in secret at a United States biological weapons facility. It wasn't just anthrax that you're going to find in uh, an infected sheep out in the barren wasteland of Afghanistan. No, my friends, this was a super strain of anthrax that was taken from that U.S. Biological Weapons Laboratory and mailed off meticulously without any evidence, (laughs) without any sort of uh, accidental inclusion of DNA or fingerprints. I mean, it was a professional job, and it did its job because as soon as that anthrax arrived in those people's mailboxes, everyone bent the knee to the Bush administration. Everyone said, guess what? We do need the USA Patriot Act. We need the right to spy on our own citizens. We need a brand new surveillance tool that will allow us to read your emails, your text messages, to hear every single phone call. As a result of the passing of the USA Patriot Act, the United States slipped further into some sort of totalitarian state, further than we've ever gone in our entire lives. And a piece of the United States that we know and love was chipped away in that very moment. And ever since that time, 22 years ago, it has gotten worse and worse and worse. And now we live in an era where the government will openly plan and execute a pandemic to allow them to inject fake ballots into the election system. And I ask you this with all seriousness. After everything we've learned in the last couple of years, do you really think that any of these events that we see happening happen organically? Or would you say it's probably more likely that everything that happens is an inside job? I think the latter is true. What we see in front of us, all of the actions that take place, they are all premeditated. They are all inside jobs because they don't care about you. They don't care about me. It would probably be far easier for them if I was dead. And I know it would be far easier for them if you were dead. They don't care how many people they kill. They don't care how many minds they destroy. The only thing they care about is the destruction of of our nation. And with that, I want to parlay into our first subject of the day. Something that I saw this weekend, and I'll tell you what, it sure seemed like a wholesale destruction of the United States of America, certainly the Constitution.
and our right to bear arms. Over the weekend, in a unilateral decision, the Democrat governor of New Mexico passed a, I guess, a resolution, uh, uh, a, a proclamation, if you will, the kind of things that kings and queens do. This is not the kind of thing that we do here in the United States of America, where we are allegedly a republic. But Michelle Lujan Grisham on Friday declared that gun violence is a public health emergency. She did this in response to the shooting deaths of a couple of people, a 13-year-old girl back on July 28th, and then a 5-year-old girl on August 14th, and then an 11-year-old boy on September 6th. Now, I don't know anything about the specifics of these shootings, but I think we all can agree when a child is killed in gun violence, it's a tragedy. But is it a tragedy that warrants the removal of our (laughs) Second Amendment rights? I don't believe so. What's really interesting about Governor Grisham's decision is that by declaring gun violence a public health emergency and unilaterally making the decision that people could no longer carry weapons, either concealed or otherwise, in the capital, Albuquerque, she essentially did exactly what the powers that be did with the pandemic. They determined that COVID-19 was a public health emergency, and as a result, they forced everybody to wear masks, to stand six feet apart, to close down businesses. They put people out of work. They put people out of their homes. That's right. She did the exact same thing they already did under COVID-19. From the press release announcing her decision, the action plan includes a suspension of open and concealed carry laws in Bernalillo County, temporarily prohibiting the carrying of guns on public property with certain exceptions. Of course, her private bodyguards and police, they'd be able to carry guns still. Exceptions include for licensed security guards and law enforcement officers. Citizens with permits to carry firearms are free to possess their weapons on private property, such as a gun range or a gun store, provided they transport the firearm in a locked box, use a trigger lock, or some other mechanism that renders the gun incapable of being fired. Now, on top of the wholesale rejection and uh, uh, deletion of our Second Amendment right to bear arms and protect ourselves and our families, this public health order also directs the Regulation and Licensing Division to conduct monthly inspections of licensed firearm dealers to ensure compliance with all sales and storage laws. That means that Governor Grisham in New Mexico wants her personal regulating agency to come into your store and verify that you are now complying with these strict laws, which are in violation of the Constitution. Also, the Department of Health, because remember, it's a public health emergency, along with the Department of the Environment, began wastewater testing for illegal substances such as fentanyl at schools. Now, Fentanyl in schools is an actual public health emergency. And considering the fact that these places are probably treating water with contaminated 
elements and chemicals that they're buying from China. I don't think that's a bad deal. But to connect this to gun control is, of course, an effort to ensure that they both stick. Because if you argue against the gun control measures that Governor Grisham is putting into place, you're also arguing against keeping children safe in schools. That is, of course, disingenuous. The Department of Health also is now going to be compiling and issuing a comprehensive report on gunshot victims that present in New Mexico hospitals. And that includes demographic data of gunshot victims. They want your age. They want your gender. They want your race. They want your ethnicity. They want data on victims' health care outcomes, the brand and caliber of firearms used so that they can probably more easily ban those in the future. They also want to know exactly what happened. What were the circumstances surrounding the injury that you received? They also want the impact of gunshot victims on New Mexico's health care system so they can use that as something in the future when rolling out future gun control measures. And then, of course, any other pertinent information. To me, this sounds like just another list, another opportunity for the bureaucratic madness to continue on unabated. They also have a prohibition on firearms on state property. That includes state buildings and schools. Also, it includes other places of education where children gather, such as parks or wherever else they tell you you can't carry a gun. The state police are also now going to be adding officers in Albuquerque with funding for overtime provided. So that means more police on the streets and you are not allowed to carry a gun, but they will. The Children, Youth, and Families Department is now also going to immediately suspend the Juvenile Detention Alternative Initiative and evaluate juvenile probation protocols. I'm not exactly certain if that means these kids are now going to be treated as adults if they engage in some sort of violent activity or if, like they do in many other Democrat-controlled areas, they're just not going to prosecute. But here's the thing, and this is the pretty amazing part. There was a response, not only from the right on Twitter and on other social media sites, but there was also a definitive response from people on the left, including California Congressman Ted Lieu and even David Hogg. David Hogg, one of the most vocal proponents of gun control laws, even he understands that there is no right to suspend the Constitution. But Governor Grisham disagrees. She says no constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. Well, someone needs to explain the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to her because it actually is absolute. Governor Grisham needs to be reminded that the rights that we hold as citizens of this country and as people of earth are bestowed upon us by God. They are not bestowed upon us by the government. Governor Grisham, your sole job is to ensure that our rights as defined in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are not trampled by any group, government, or any other organization otherwise. It's only by the consent of the people that you have a job in the first place. Now, what's even worse is that she's even openly admitted to violating the U.S. Constitution. At the time that she passed this resolution, she says there will be a legal challenge. 
and I can't tell you that we win it. But of course, this is an opportunity for the Democrats to press a use test case. They push out something like this and they see whether or not it sticks. And if it sticks, well, then you better believe it. They're going to start pushing it out to other places in this country. Texan by birth 11 says, God bless you, Kelly, Kelly. I hope this is the same Kelly that I met over the weekend. Thank you very much. Even if it's not the same Kelly, Kelly, thank you for being here. I sincerely appreciate it. You guys do me a favor. We've got about 2000 people here. Looks like we've got just over 200 people that have liked the stream over on Rumble. We do have a number of people who have dropped some super chats over there. Gold pills at pilled.net. I'm going to read those in a second as soon as we get through this. But here is the response from Ted Lou. And I think that it goes to show you that there is not a monolithic thought pattern that exists among the left. Generally speaking, they are off their rockers. And the things that they want are in violation of some fundamental rights that we have as Americans. But even Ted Lou understands that this is not something you can do. He says, I support gun safety laws. However, this order from the governor of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution. No state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. There is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. What's really intriguing is that you can make the argument that during the pandemic, they did the same thing. They violated our constitutional rights. Now, Governor Grissom responded, hey, Ted, conceal and open carry are state laws that I have jurisdiction over. If you're really interested in helping curb gun violence, I'd welcome you to join our next police academy class. Sick burn, Governor Grissom. Yeah. And uh, as I said, David Hogg also had a commentary on that. It is check stopped. Okay, thank God. I am so glad. So let me tell the story uh, while Kelly is in the chat. So I posted this on Telegram over the weekend. Kelly was at the very first night of the Great American Restoration Tour, and we met, we had a conversation, and she was kind enough to give me a card with a donation in it. Uh, it was a check, and she didn't sign out the, the two section. She wanted me to go ahead and put my name in however I wanted to, and obviously that was great. Um, but I didn't have a pen, and because we were at this event and I had all these things planned, you know, I, I knew that I was just going to put the check in my room uh, because I had the right to expect a certain amount of privacy and safety at the Hilton Oceanfront in in Cocoa Beach. And I tell you that they were that this was the Hilton Oceanfront because I want you to know that if you stay at this hotel, you need to be very, very careful about securing your valuables. So I left the check under my laptop. I also left her card, my wallet, and uh, some paperwork that was given to me by the hotel. So I didn't get a a pen on uh, Friday. I got a pen on Saturday. When I go back to my room, mind you, housekeeping had to come on both Friday and Saturday. I go back to my room and I lift up my laptop and (laughs) wouldn't you know it, the check is missing. Uh, My initial fear was that Kelly and her family were going to be put into an awkward position, uh, having their information in the hands of a criminal, because clearly only a criminal is going to steal that check. And obviously, since it was written out to no one, all they had to do was write cash and they could have gone to, I don't know, the nearest uh, Sitgo or CVS or whatever and, and signed it over to them and maybe gotten some money. Or they might have gone to their bank and put it into their name. And if they had... 
Believe me, I would be getting all over that police report and doxing that person all over the Internet. At the very least, I called the front desk. I said, hey, this is what happened. There's only one way that it could have happened, and that's housekeeping coming into my room. And so, of course, the manager calls me back and he's like, well, the housekeeper doesn't know anything about it. And I'm like, well, of course, of course, she doesn't know anything about it. She's not going to admit to it. But maybe that put the fear of God in her and she didn't feel comfortable cashing that check. The good news is. Kelly has apparently gotten the check stopped. Her information is safe and secure, and uh, we were made whole. So thank you very, very much. Uh, yeah, I couldn't believe that it happened, uh, to be really honest with you. I thought that I, I thought that I had nothing to worry about. You know, it was a nice hotel. It was a very nice hotel. Mm. All right, so real briefly before we go into the next um, article here. Um, Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. Uh, Kaju USPS. Kedjusps. I don't know how to say it. Thank you for the phone. Filter Dog, who won the tran- the Tansurrection? I-, I-, I won the Tansurrection, guys. Burning Bright definitely gave me a run for my money, though, because he spent, like, the whole week out in the sun before I got there, and I didn't get a chance to go outside. I'm actually feeling a little bit pale right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, D Patriot 1776 says hashtag inside job. Filter Dog 1, Rise Attire has a special today for 25% off if you use code inside job. I want you all to do me a favor. If you are not yet the owner of a Rise Attire piece of apparel, do yourself a favor. Go and order one right now because they are an America First 100% MAGA supporting business. They have been a big supporter of the channel for a long time. I've got shirts with them. They have incredible designs with some really, really major names in the Patriot movement. And obviously, you'll be supporting both uh, the their, their small business as well as uh, the Patriot that they've made the clothes for. So, RiseAttireUSA.com, use code InsideJob, get 25% off. Uh, Red Pill Ken, good to see you, Ken. He says, they are eugenicists, neo-Nazis, blood of Operation Paperclip, Yosef Mengele, NWO scumbags who always hated our guts. I couldn't have said it any better myself, sir. You are absolutely right on. Sean Joe says, Ted Lou is BS. He is speaking out because Grisham tipped Dem plans too early. It is about the next election. Uh yeah, that, that very likely could be. Uh, or it could be that Ted Lieu is responding to the public response. Because here's here's the first thing that I thought. For this to be happening at the exact same moment in time that oh, suddenly Dr. Anthony Fauci is out there doing a whistle stop tour, letting people know that, oh gosh, we may have to wear masks again if there's a significant uptick in COVID-19 cases this fall and winter. Never mind you that this is COVID-2023. It's a totally different virus or who knows whatever it is. Something they are planning to make people sick with. But I am of the opinion that America has learned from Pandemic 1.0. We are not going to be so easily dissuaded this time around. And as I said, Governor Grissom's decision couched the conversation of her gun control measures in the same breath as what they did with COVID-19, a public health emergency. This government, the current administration and the deep state 
bureaucratic mess that makes up so many of our state governments. They've made it very clear that a public health emergency is the way to our rights, that they believe they can force us to get an experimental vaccine. There's actually a brand new approved booster shot for COVID-2023. It's coming from both Pfizer and Moderna. Uh, And of course, they have been deemed safe and effective, whereas the original COVID clot shots are no longer safe and effective. So the FDA and the Biden regime want to make sure that you're aware that, hey, you have a new booster out there. You should probably go and get it. I know it's going to be your fifth or your sixth shot, but this is what happens when you don't have any natural immunity. Your body has no ability to fight off sicknesses any longer. And so because of that, The government, the Biden regime, has to be the provider of your immunity. So line up at your local CVS or your local Rite Aid and get yourself the newest version of the COVID clot shot coming to you courtesy of Pfizer and Moderna. Now, probably by the time Christmas rolls around, you're going to have to get another one. But that's okay because they're going to keep producing them and the government is going to keep buying them. So once more. The fact that we are experiencing all of these things simultaneously. The first thing I thought was that when Governor Grissom made this decision, uh, that it was likely an opportunity to kind of test the waters, to see what it was that Americans would do. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, the people of Albuquerque have spoken up. The people of New Mexico have spoken up. Uh, there was actually a, uh, a rally of sorts in Old Town Albuquerque just yesterday uh, where gun owners showed up with their guns visible because uh, open carry, I believe, is uh, is something that you can do in New Mexico. And certainly many people are going to have their CCWs. But they showed up in open defiance of this lawless unconstitutional mandate coming from the current Democrat regime in Albuquerque, New Mexico, at the hands of Governor Grissom. I love the fact that Americans are engaging in civil disobedience by loudly proclaiming their constitutional rights as unalienable, something that cannot be taken away from them and certainly something that cannot be leveraged. This is In no uncertain terms, an unconstitutional gun grab. The governor of New Mexico wants to see just what the people of this country are willing to submit to. Back in 2019, 2020, 2021, they tested the waters with the COVID-19 restrictions. And under Joe Biden's illegal regime, they tested giving people forced inoculations. Some people complied. Some people didn't. I urge you in 2023, do not comply. Do not allow your rights to be taken because once they're gone, they will never come back. If Governor Grissom is successful in the state of New Mexico, trampling and burning the Constitution, our Second Amendment rights, then mark my words, they will attempt to do that all across America. And I had this Pretty uh, uh, excellent article that uh, I I picked up just before the show, which pretty much lays out the exact same thing. This is a test case to see what America will be willing to put up with. 
because it's clear as we get closer to 2024, as they get more and more worried about their ability to win an election, as they become more and more panicked because Joe Biden is not going anywhere on his own, they need something to roll out because otherwise all of those extra ballots are not going to make any sense. Joe Biden not campaigning is not going to make sense. And once they get our guns, then all bets are off. So if they declare another national health emergency, are you going to stand six feet away from your neighbors? Are you going to stop going to church? Are you going to start wearing masks again? Hell no. Hell no. Say it with me. Hell no. We won't go along with these unconstitutional mandates put in place by people like Governor Jan Grissom. Do not allow your rights to be taken. Do not allow this illegal regime to tell you once again what you can and cannot do and tell you what you must take We need the entirety of this nation to engage in civil disobedience and to stand up in unison to this illegal regime and let them know that we are not going to go along with this. We had an opportunity after 9-11. And unfortunately, because of where we were at, because of the collective trauma of 9-11, The people of America stood down and we allowed our rights to be curtailed. We allowed for the Constitution to be violated. We did the same thing under the pandemic. But now I feel we have grown to a degree where we can look at each other in the face and say, this is not right. We are not going to allow these things to happen again. Because mark my words, they are going to try. What Governor Grissom did in New Mexico is unprecedented. It's also an unprecedented peek behind the curtain of what the Democrats hope to do all across the United States of America. I don't know what the rules are on Rumble of showing off guns, but believe me, I always have a 45 sitting next to me on this desk. I have a 12-gauge shotgun in the corner over there. I've got a series of AR platform weapons in the next room. Why? Not because I'm a psychopath, but because it's part of my constitutional rights to protect myself and my family. And there isn't a damn politician in the United States of America that's going to tell me That I don't have the legal right to do that. And I sincerely hope every single one of you is going to stand with us. Because they're going to come back and hit us hard with new restrictions, new mandates. And I fully intend to not comply with any of them. We've gone through a learning experience. We've spent decades understanding what our government is and what they're willing to do. To trample our rights. And now I hope that collectively we are at the point in this great awakening where we refuse to allow that to happen any further. Okay. All right. And um, you guys. Oh, Debbie, you guys, I need to ask. I need to ask specifically for prayers for our moderator, Debbie Roush. Debbie, I hope you're okay. 
Please let us know in the chat if there's anything that we can do for you, if you want to put any contact information out there, anything at all. I know that you are a private person, but I want you to know what an incredible impact you have had on this community and on this channel and how much we value you and how much I sincerely hope that you're doing whatever you got to do to make sure that you're okay. Uh, I'm not going to put your specific medical issues out there. I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you and I want the entire chat to also pray for Debbie. I also need you to pray for Blue Eyes, Abby, Brad's wife. You may have seen her in the chat before. You may have seen her in other chats. Most likely, you always are going to see her over on Badlands Media because she's always there to support Brad and I. Abby is also in the hospital. She attended GART this weekend, and uh, she unfortunately has an, an autoimmune issue, uh, and it flared up this weekend, and so she was forced to go to the hospital. Her and Brad were scheduled to leave. Unfortunately, they have to stay behind. They're going to have to get different tickets. It's going to be very, very expensive for them. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of the cost of flying back and forth from Alaska. So maybe the, the, the airline will allow them to transfer their tickets to another day. I, I really hope they do. Because Brad and Abby are two of my best friends in this movement. Um, there are a lot of people who do podcasts. Uh, and not all of them are people that I want to surround myself with. Brad has been uh, a close friend, a brother, for a very long time. And Abby has always been around as well. And she has always given her heart and soul when it comes to this movement. So I want everyone to please keep Abby and Brad in your prayers. Uh, and uh, as soon as I have any sort of... Um, information that I can give, uh, I will. But Debbie, I hope you heard that. I hope that you're out there. And uh, and please, Brad and Abby, pray for Brad and Abby. Pray for their family. Pray for her health. And pray that they get home safe. All right. So now that I've kind of teased uh, what's happened in America since 9-11, I want to get into a little bit of a discussion about what actually did take place on that day. But before I do, we've got to take a break. For the second half of the show. So don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. Bitcoin ETF is all the rage right now, and that's because a major financial player is just now resubmitting their application for a Bitcoin ETF. So as a result, investors are thinking this is just over the horizon. Mainstream adoption is right around the corner. Now, add to that, lawmakers recently voted to set guidelines on just when and how crypto firms should register with either the Commodities Futures Trading Commission or the Securities and Exchange Commission. Now, while all of this is good news, an ETF only gives you exposure to crypto, not direct ownership. The whole point of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin is to directly own an asset with a finite supply that is outside of any government influence. And my digital money can help you do that. With my digital money, you own your crypto, whether you invest in a crypto IRA or with a standard trading account. Now, remember, it's important to diversify your portfolio. And when it comes to a crypto investment, direct ownership is of the utmost importance. So don't get caught up in the excitement the media is trying to spin because nothing beats owning your own crypto and nothing beats investing in crypto through my digital money. Not only are you able to invest with them using a crypto IRA, but also 
also a standard trading account, and it's all in the same platform. You also have the assurance that your assets are going to be put into a trust. That means that no matter what happens to my digital money, your crypto is always safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, do so with MyDigitalMoney.com. Once again, that's MyDigitalMoney.com. The link is in the description box below. And I should also tell you they have excellent U.S.-based customer service, so feel free to give them a call with any questions you might have at 833-636-2008. Invest with MyDigitalMoney.com today, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Thank you very much to My Digital Money for being a constant sponsor of this program. Thank you to Noble Gold as well. So one of the most important aspects of 9-11 was the collective trauma that America was forced to endure. As I'm sure you all remember, everybody knows exactly where they were when they first learned that planes hit the towers. I was at work. My daughter had just been born like a month and two days before I'm at my desk, and there is a radio that's going in the cubicle next to me. My friend, Darren, my coworker, Darren. I hear on the radio that one of the planes, excuse me, one of the towers has been hit. And as we're listening, none of us, none of us could foresee that the towers would come down. More than anything... Uh, we began to discuss just how they could possibly have come down. The first one fell, and Darren was away from his desk smoking a cigarette. He came back, and I said, Darren, the, one of the towers just came down. And he said, that's impossible. And I said, what do you mean? He said, my father built skyscrapers. I know exactly what the process was to build the World Trade Centers, and it's simply physically impossible for them to come down as a result of being hit by a passenger jet. They were built to withstand that. And even more than that, he explained to me the structures internally, the way the World Trade Centers were built, the the, the core skeleton of these buildings, which made them unsinkable. They were built specifically just in case a plane hit them. So it's just statistically impossible for these to have come down in the way that they did. Shortly after that, my boss came around and said, you guys, I want everybody to go home. Be, go home, be with your families. So I drive home to my, uh, my daughter's mother and her, and I walk in the front door, and as I do, I see the second tower fall down live on, on television. And you got to believe, every single American household had the news turned on. Every single American household watched as at least one of those towers fell. Many people sat there glued the entire time watching victims jumping to their death. People falling, trying to escape the fire. This collective post-traumatic stress was directly injected into the minds of every person. Because the powers that be, those insiders who knew about 9-11, who knew that this attack was going to take place, they knew that they were going to need to create that scenario where people would rush out and beg for the government to take our rights. What do I have to hide? All I'm doing is 
talking to my family about holidays and what we're going to have for dinner. I've got nothing to worry about. So if the NSA or the CIA or anybody is listening to my phone calls, well, it's no big deal. Of course, they weren't supposed to be doing that. It was only years later under Edward Snowden that we really learned the true depths of the surveillance state that had been rolled out. There were also special courts that were rolled out as a result. I'm sure you remember that on 9-11, one of the publicly stated reasons for the confusion and the response time was because there also just happened to be a coordinated exercise taking place on that day. What do you think the chance? Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. These are 
that the U.S. military would be hosting a drill on the same day that, quote, terrorists were going to seize these passenger jets and then fly them into the World Trade Center. The exact same scenario that was actually taking place. My friends, that is simply an impossibility as well. All right. We've got military minds that are brilliant. But to have almost a prophetic foreknowledge, no, that simply just doesn't happen unless you already know what's going to take place. I'm sure you'll remember George W. Bush sitting in that class reading to those children words that were collectively driving home the exact actions that were taking place. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was like uh, kite, hit, steal, must. Over and over again. I pet goat. Yeah, there's no way you're going to tell me that 9-11 wasn't an inside job. Now, if you also happen to be watching on that day, you probably saw footage outside the Pentagon. The first thing I thought when I saw the devastation at the Pentagon was like, geez, that looks more like a missile strike. Where's the plane? Where's the fuselage? Where's the wings? Hell, where's the tail? Where's the engines? There was nothing there. Because there was no plane. Now, there are people who would tell you that planes didn't hit the towers. But I've spoken with people who were in New York who claimed they saw the planes. I don't doubt that planes actually hit the towers, but I do believe that those planes were not being piloted by live people. Here's another little tidbit that the main public doesn't seem to know, is that the government, Boeing and the defense industry, had the technology to actually manually, remotely pilot those planes from afar. So (laughs) it was actually on the flights that were hijacked. George W. Bush said at the time, we never could have foreseen that this was going to happen. If that was true, then how were you running a simulation on the day of of the exact same scenario? Also, if the government had technology on these planes to turn them in another direction, to maybe send them over the Atlantic Ocean and then hit them with a missile, why didn't they do that? I think there's only one answer you can come to, and that is that they wanted the planes to hit the buildings. Why is it that the DOD, the Pentagon, will not release the footage of the plane hitting the Pentagon? They've released a three-second clip from the ground off to the left of the Pentagon, which doesn't show a plane, but it sure looks like it displays a missile that hits the building. But again, the problem is it's only three seconds long. It might even be shorter than that, <laughs> to be honest with you. Why cover it up? Why not tell us the truth? Well, probably because they've got something to lie about.
I don't know how you could look at it and not come away with the exact same belief. And then there's Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Uh, this was was this flight 93 guys is this the one where they um allegedly had um the people on the plane who who pulled the hero maneuver and let me remind you also on all of these flights the terrorists so to speak allegedly took control of the flights with box cutters there were marshals on all these flights need i remind you armed marshals who had guns, uh, who, you know, logically could have taken out these guys. There was only so many per flight. uh, And it just seems a little implausible that they would be able to take these flights over with box cutters and then also without the proper knowledge or training, be able to fly these planes with delicate maneuverability into two of these buildings and the Pentagon. But Shanksville, Pennsylvania, that flight was allegedly shot down by a fighter jet, a U.S. fighter jet. This is another odd one, because although there is a scar in the ground, there's no fuselage. There's no wings. There's no engines. There's nothing to indicate that a plane was blown up in the middle of a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. I've also heard reports from people living in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, who saw a fighter jet but didn't actually see a 747 or whatever the designation was. Not sure. 767, 757. They had a couple of different ones. These were Boeing passenger jets. So, once again, I don't know how you can look at the events of 9-11, look at what's happened since then, look at the way the government took advantage of the situation, look at the way the government lied to us, look at the way the government covered up, look at the way the government destroyed our rights, look at the way the government completely ripped up the Constitution and not understand that 9-11 was an inside job. There is so much more I can say about this subject. I will recommend that if you have not yet, you watch my good friend Brad Getz's documentary about 9-11. Tons of other information in there. There's more than a couple of really good 9-11 documentaries out there. Um, Freight Awakening says, definitely not a plane that hit the Pentagon. My question is, uh, what did they do with all of those passengers if there were no planes, which I am on board with, by the way. So um, another aspect that I forgot to mention was the cellular telephone calls that came in to the uh, uh, family members of uh, some of these people who were on board. Considering the fact that there was a, uh, a, a, a simulation going on that day, right? Uh, there was uh, supposed to be a simulated terror uh, hijacking, uh, and, uh, and people were playing along. Certainly elements of the United States government and military forces were. I, I mean, why wouldn't they do the same thing with uh, people who worked on these airplanes or, you know, people that – 
were supposed to be on these flights. They take the flight, they take it to a hangar, and they say, listen, this is a simulation. We just need you to call your family, call them from the cell phone. It'll work here because we're actually on the ground. It wouldn't work at like 30,000 feet. Uh, and those people in those conversations, they were remarkably calm. Hey, man, there's a, there's a terrorist. They've taken control of the plane, but everything's okay. No worries. Uh, I don't have any of those calls right now, but you can find them and listen to them. It was certainly an odd scenario. Let me posit something to you. If the same government that perpetrated a fake terror attack on its citizens in order to roll back our rights as defined in the Constitution, um, would you put it past them to take a couple of hundred people who were supposed to be on a flight that was going to be flown into a building? Uh, Would it be too much to consider that they would just shoot those people in the back of the heads and put them into a industrial furnace. There's any number of ways they could have removed those people. But uh, I suggest that uh, the same evil sons of bitches who would perpetrate an attack like this, they would have no problem killing those people. There were also some really interesting people among those that were on those supposed hijacked planes on September 11th. Uh, including at least one person who was writing a book about Bill and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, mm. Okay, <clears throat> so, and then there is architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth. I have uh, interviewed people from that organization here, people with the uh, rigorous scientific background Uh, to discuss exactly what we've been talking about today, uh, to prove how it's impossible for a building to come down at free fall speeds unless it had been rigged with demolition explosives from the get-go. And there were reports of specialized construction going on in the World Trade Center. Certainly, they admitted to blowing up World Trade Center 7, So why is it also that nobody seems to know about World Trade Center 7? I think there was even another building with a a, a number designation that that went down, but that was because it was in the footprint of the two towers. All right, so I think that is, uh, well, I've got a couple of small things about 9-11. You know, getting back to the idea that uh, this is an illegal administration, a totalitarian regime that was ushered in under the guise of a pandemic, a pandemic that they used as an excuse to inject fake ballots all across America in swing states, in places where Donald Trump was guaranteed to win. Joe Biden may be holding the title of president of the United States of America, but that doesn't mean I consider him to be the president. Doesn't mean that I believe he won 81 million votes. Doesn't mean that I believe Joe Biden is actually in control of himself, his faculties, or the decisions that he pushes out on a daily basis. If there was nothing wrong with Joe Biden, they would have sent Joe Biden to New York for the anniversary of September 11th. Instead, they sent him on a whistle-stop tour with the G20 countries in Vietnam, and then they had him fly to Alaska, which is about as far from New York as you can possibly get. 
The reason they had to do that is so that Joe couldn't screw up a 9-11 memorial, something that virtually the entire country would be watching, something that would be, again, indelibly burned into the minds of people. Every time we see Joe Biden stumble, every time we see him uh, forget his lines, every time we see him seem to wander off into nowhere or sniff a child, everybody who's watching understands what we're seeing. It's a puppet regime with an empty sock that's being controlled by somebody else's hand. Barack Obama, Barry Soatoro, anyone? Karine Jean-Pierre certainly is running his Twitter account. But what happened yesterday? Well, uh, there was one such instance in Vietnam where Joe Biden was giving a press conference. And at a certain point, Karine Jean-Pierre had to step in, stop Joe Biden from talking, end the press conference, and say goodnight. So it seems that she acted to stop Joe from embarrassing himself any further because this press conference was just laden with gaffes. And it was also scheduled at the end of a long tour, which included a lot of flying for Joe Biden. He went to India. He went to Vietnam. Uh, and certainly the time difference uh, was a factor. You know, as a young, youngish man, <laughs> when I'm jet lagged, it's difficult. I, I got to take a nap like every day, guys. I got to take a nap midday because I don't get a lot of sleep at night. I'm up early doing this stuff. I'm up all day getting prepared for the shows, and then I need to take a break. Well, I can't imagine Joe Biden's internal clock and how difficult it must be for him to pretend to be president of the United States of America, running all over the world and giving talks in this uh, uh, Asian country or that. Let me see if we have a clip of Joe Biden. Yeah, here we go. Ah, Walk Don't Run Productions. I, I actually subscribe to this guy. On uh, He's still on YouTube, Andrew at Walk Don't Run. All right, uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's staff cuts off a rambling Joe Biden mid-sentence and abruptly ends his news conference. I have never seen this occur with any other president, nor have I, Andrew. This uh, calls to mind the story I brought to you the other day when Joe Biden was angry that his staff was babying him. They certainly wouldn't treat John F. Kennedy this way, but they wouldn't have to, would they? We talked about we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the uh, excuse me, third world, the uh, the the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to change. It had access. We, it wasn't confrontational at all. You came with thank, thank you, everybody. This ends thank, the count press thank, conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You might as well have Kareem Jean-Pierre come out there with a cane and wrap it around his neck like a Looney Tunes cartoon or something. The man had no point. He was rambling. He was just carrying on. And Corinne Jean-Pierre was forced to come out there and end this press conference preemptively. And they even started playing music to get him off stage quicker than he otherwise would have went. Uh, let me just say thank you to Dawn Scalator. She says, Joe needs to go. And I will second that sentiment. Let me also say thank you to uh, Sean Joe, who said, Zach Cowley is going to take your kid if you do not let them transition. Call Ted 
Callie Ted does not give an F. No, I, I know that Ted doesn't give an F about the Constitution. I want to be very clear here. I am not saying that Ted Lieu has suddenly become an adherent uh, to American civil rights. I do not believe that Ted Lieu is going to stand in between the current illegal regime and the United States people uh, and stop them from taking away our Second Amendment. Uh, What I'm saying is that the actions taken by Governor Grissom were so brazen that even Ted Lieu piped up and said, hey, you're not supposed to do that. If it comes down to a vote in Congress to take away your guns, Ted Lieu is going to be right there in the midst of it. This gives them a sense of plausible deniability. As I said in the earlier segment, this is not necessarily about just taking your guns. It's never going to stick. Yes, there will be a court challenge to it, and no, it will not be upheld in court. This is about determining what you, the American people, are willing to accept. And I say, I'm done, okay? I have had enough. I am not accepting what you're passing out, either Ted Lieu or Governor Grissom. Uh, Let's see. Space Coast Patriot. Hi, Zach. It was great meeting you at Friday on Guard. It was great meeting you as well, Space Coast Patriot. Thank you so much. I also uh, had a chance to speak at length with Tattooed Teacher. Thank you very much. C. Kretz says, great job at Guard. God bless you, RP. I hope that you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for that generous donation. Uh, Red Pill Ken says, I stood my ground at 9-11 NYC. Two cops tried to move me to a safe place away from the site wearing a 9-11 inside job. There we go. Red Pill Ken, New York, right there. There. He knows exactly what's what. Nakaz808 says, great news as always. Ohio Kimmy, thank you for that. And Nakaz also says, did you try and boil the bamboo shoot? Some are good, some are not. Uh, no, we never got around to it because I went to Gart and Lisa actually just made me throw it away today. Uh, but I, I'm still trying to determine exactly what type of bamboo that is because I don't want to try to eat it if it's not going to be any good. So thank you for that, guys. I sincerely appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Oh, yeah, Tattoo Teacher. There she is. She's out there right now. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm a fan as well, and I had a, a great time hanging out and chatting with everybody. <clears throat> so getting back to Joe Biden going to Alaska, I don't think that there has been a time since 9-11 that the president of the United States of America uh, – did not specifically pay homage to the lives that were lost in New York by going to a a state that is far, far away. So this has now been 22 years since 9-11 happened, and every single president since that time, George W. Bush, Barry Soatoro, Donald Trump, they commemorated the anniversary of 9-11 at a traditional location, like the location of the attacks. Uh, Also, Fort George S. Meade, that's the home of the NSA. (laughs) Obviously, the NSA got a big boost from 9-11. Also, Walter Reed Army Hospital. Loss of life, hey, you know, go there and honor the vets. The vets who gave their lives, who gave their freedom to fight for yours. Or maybe having a prayer service on the South Lawn of the White House. When Donald Trump was president, he attended memorial services at the Pentagon, 
Uh, he also went to the Flight 93 Memorial in Shanksville, even though there was no plane. Uh, he also went uh, to other commemorative events for 9-11. Even Barack Obama, Barry Soatoro, commemorated the anniversary of 9-11 by visiting Fort George Meade in Maryland. He talked with service members while he was there. And President Bush observed a moment of silence on the memorial of the White House South Lawn. He also visited the wounded soldiers at Walter Reed Army Hospital on the anniversary of 9-11 during his presidency. Even Kamala Harris commemorated the anniversary. On Sunday, she went to the National September 11th Memorial and Museum in New York City, while First Lady Jill Biden, who is, of course, a proxy for Joe Biden, visited the National September 11th Pentagon Memorial in Arlington, Virginia. Other people in government did exactly the same thing, but Joe Biden gets sent off to a Inuit fishing village on the edge of the world. He was closer to Russia than he was to the United States. Even Hillary Clinton, <laughs> even Hillary Clinton knows that you've got to commemorate September 11th. You got to pretend at the very least, if you want to be taken seriously as a leader in the United States of America. Now, it was actually seven years ago today that Hillary Clinton attempted to commemorate 9-11 <laughs> And she dropped like a stone, got tossed like a side of beef into the back of this handicap van, lost her shoe, and it also sounded like she maybe lost uh, a a bracket on her uh, <laughs> on her uh, uh, on her leg braces. So fixed bayonets is not sure what the subject was, but as soon as Joe said not controversial at all, the crowd started to react negatively. That's when cringe intervened. Yeah, I didn't actually see the rest of it. Um, but yeah, it was, he probably said something that was offensive to the Vietnamese people. If I had to guess, let's go ahead and watch this. <laughs> there was, there were a lot of laughs about this event with Hillary Clinton. And I got to tell you in the lead up, uh, to the election of Donald Trump, this was probably one of the most played moments of that 2015-2016 election season. Maybe second only to Jeb is a mess. Her head's rolling back. She's already out. She can't walk. Oh, and you heard that drop. Toss her in. Toss her in. Shield. Shield her. Shield her. Shield her. Everybody's standing around, making sure nobody can get a clear photograph. Hillary Clinton just gets tossed into the back of the handicap van so that she is away. And then what happened after that? A freaking Hillary clone or a body double shows up on street wearing the same outfit and the same sunglasses, the sunglasses that are prismatic, that are designed to stop her from having seizures. Remember the when, when she did that uh, with all the, uh, the cameras going around? Yeah, yeah. Hillary Clinton, <laughs> our meet Dylan, says, thank you for sharing this and doing the job paid reporters don't do. This is from 2016. Chillinois, haven't seen Chillum in a while. How much did you bank on this shit? AP wants to know, LOL. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, good times, good times, good times. Here she is. I think this is at the event. This guy, I'm sure you'll remember, the black gentleman in the back, he's the one who was walking around with the alaprazolam injection so that he could shoot Hillary up 
in the event that she did have a seizure on the grounds of wherever she was. Hillary Clinton. Okay, here we go. Here is another one of her. This is just before she collapsed. Yelena Velolovsky. Nina Patrice Bell. Debbie S. Bellows. Stephen Elliott Belson. Paul M. So no indication that she's about to fall out or that uh, anything's about to happen. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways, uh, just a little bit of uh, time down memory lane. I hope that you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, Serter says, Zach, these people who celebrate 9-11 like Hillary, Barry, or Bush are congratulating themselves on what they did. Oh, absolutely. Uh, This is not about the victims of 9-11. This is not about somber remembrance. This is about how successful they were at the PSYOP, which allowed them to introduce the surveillance state and to basically turn the United States back uh, to a time that never existed. Here we go. Another angle of Hillary Clinton falling out. A bit of wobbly knee action right there. Hillary Clinton standing like a wet noodle in downtown New York. Here she is leaving the apartment as her body double. Oh, yeah, look, everything's fine. Everything's fine. How you doing? Somebody yells something. Oh, for Christ's sake. Look at that. Do you see that? They just allowed a little girl to run by Secret Service so that Hillary Clinton could have a cute, uh, meet cute moment with this eight year old girl. Hillary Clinton eats babies. <laughs> She doesn't hand out lollipops. Oh. Yeah. Look at this. Humanize. Humanize Hillary quickly. Humanize her. Boy, that's really working out. Yeah. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Hillary Clinton didn't Are just fall down. Are you feeling, Secretary out. Clinton? Are you feeling better? Yeah, I don't believe that's Hillary Clinton. Tattooed teacher. <laughs> Viking says, Zach, you're a sick man with a healthy tan. Yes, I very might, very likely may be. Tattooed teacher says, uh, weeble wobbles fobble. <laughs> Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Uh, yes, Sartor, I forgot about Kuru, Hillary Clinton's uh, uh, tongue sore. Uh, that is a um, <laughs> that's a symptom of having Kuru. Oh, good lord! Uh, Hillary Clinton falling. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dial it back. We're gonna get a little bit somber um, because we're gonna talk about the tragedy that happened in Afghanistan. Let me remind you that the only reason we spent two decades in Afghanistan is because of the war on terror because of the war hawks in the Bush administration and the subsequent administrations that allowed men and women in uniform to die senselessly uh, in a uh, a very bad, bad scenario. Uh, And when it came time to leave Afghanistan, President Trump had uh, maneuvered this exit. It was supposed to go one way, and it went another way entirely. 
Joe Biden and his team left $80 billion in military equipment to secure the next war on terror. To ensure that the Taliban and the new government in Afghanistan would have everything they need to set up a black market arms dealing operation or to kill future U.S. servicemen and women. He also oversaw the murder of 13 service members in Kabul, Afghanistan, 13 service members he still has never named to this day, service members that he would rather ignore the parents of. And here they are right in front of us. The reason this is coming up again is because we're now learning what the final orders were uh, for the Biden regime as we were pulling our soldiers out of Afghanistan and surrendering to Taliban forces. So that bombing not only killed 13 U.S. servicemen and women, but also killed over 170 Afghan civilians. So from the testimony uh, that was given uh, by one such service member, Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews. He was a Marine Corps sniper. Uh, He said, over the communication network, we passed that there was a potential threat and an ID attack imminent. That's right. In the same way they knew 9-11 was going to take place, they knew that there was going to be a suicide attack taking place at Kabul airport, the same airport that was packed with U.S. men and women who were seeking to leave the country. It was also packed with Afghanis that had helped the U.S. armed services uh, during their occupation of Afghanistan. And they allowed it to happen. This was as serious as it could get. I requested engagement authority while my team leader was ready on the M110 semi-automatic sniper system. The response Leadership did not have the engagement authority for us. Do not engage. I requested for the battalion commander, Lieutenant Colonel Brad Witted, to come to the tower to see what we did. While we waited for him, psychological operations individuals came to our tower immediately and confirmed the suspect met the suicide bomber description. They knew who it was. He eventually arrived, and we showed him our evidence, the photos we had of the two men. We reassured him out of the ease of fire of the suicide bomber. Repointedly, we asked him for engagement authority and permission. We asked him if we could shoot. Our battalion commander said, and I quote, I don't know, end quote. Myself and my team leader asked very harshly, well, who does? Because this is your responsibility, sir. He again replied he didn't know, but he'd find out. We received no update. And never got our answer. Eventually, the individual disappeared. To this day, we believe he was a suicide bomber. We made everyone on the ground aware operations had briefly halted, but then started again. Plain and simple, we were ignored. Our expertise was disregarded. No one was held accountable to our safety. So basically, at the end of the day, Joe Biden and his corrupt, illegitimate, illegal regime allowed a suicide bomber to enter Bagram Air Force Base and to destroy U.S. personnel, Afghan civilians, and uh, to essentially set off another collective bout of PSD for Americans, for people serving in the armed forces, and for the parents of the people who died. So we have a new book that's been revealed called Kabul, The Untold Story of Biden's Fiasco and the American Warriors Who Fought to the End, which gives us just a little bit more insight 
into what was going through the minds of those Marines and others at Bagram that day, and of course in the minds of the uh, people who were allegedly supposed to be in charge. So according to the authors of the book, uh, the U.S. Marines who were stationed there were given a distinct order to pick up human feces and other unspeakable trash at the airport to leave the facility pristine for the Taliban. The Joe Biden regime was more concerned with shoveling shit as our men and women were preparing to leave Kabul than they were with stopping a suicide bomber with certain abilities to kill and maim not only our men and women, but the men and women of Afghanistan. Innocent people. Innocent people. Why was this important? Well, 120,000 Afghans were there trying to escape from the Taliban. This is only because of the ineffectual leadership of Joseph Robinette Biden. And while they were there, they had to poop someplace. They had to throw their trash someplace. It was a distinctly disgusting place to be. But these men and women, these children, they were hoping to escape Afghanistan and to be taken care of by the government that was about to um, leave them completely unprotected. So they sent out an order and told the Marines to shovel shit. And while they were shoveling that shit, a suicide bomber came in and killed them. So good job. Chalk one up once more for Joseph Robinette Biden. Uh, Thank you very much to Liberty Bells, who says, um, love our true patriots. Thank you, Zach. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it as well. Yeah, it does. It gets worse, Nicolette. Yeah, it gets worse. Every single time I learn something else about what happened that day, it's just like I'm more and more pissed. (sighs) If this doesn't also get you a little bit twisted up, apparently the Biden regime is about to engage in a prisoner swap. This one is apparently a much better deal than giving the merchant of death to the Russians in exchange for Brittany Griner so that she could go about dominating the WNBA again. This time we're going to hand over $6 billion to Iran uh, for another prisoner. So $6 billion of unfrozen Iranian funds are getting wired to banks in Qatar as early as next week. This is going to be what triggers a choreographed sequence that will see as many as five detained U.S. dual nationals leave Iran uh, and a similar number of Iranian prisoners who have been held in the U.S. to fly home. Uh, This is according to eight Iranian and other sources familiar with the negotiators who spoke to Reuters. So it sounds like this is not coming from the United States government. So chances are pretty good they don't want you to know about it. Now, if there are U.S. citizens who are going to be released, that's great. Uh, and uh, I, I sincerely think this is going to be a better trade than uh, what we gave to get Brittany Griner. 
So if you'll remember, Joe Biden was a major proponent of the Iran deal that would see Tehran ending up with nuclear weapons. Joe Biden also supplied the Taliban with $80 billion in U.S. equipment. Uh, and uh, rather than destroying that equipment, he chose to leave it in the hands of a hostile nation uh, that would likely use it to engage in terrorist activities in the future. Uh, now, since the uh, institution of this new Taliban government, that hasn't happened. Uh, but that doesn't mean that that equipment hasn't ended up in the hands of people who do plan to use it for nefarious purposes. It's been quite honestly uh, the largest black market for arms and uh, weapons in the history of the world. Um, Fredo, how much you want to bet that they kept Biden away from the 9-11 ceremony because they figured he'd compare it to his kitchen fire? Ooh, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Joe Biden would stand on stage and tell everybody that he knows what it's like to watch your relatives jump from a burning skyscraper because his daughter and her mother were killed in a car wreck. Yeah. Uh, or perhaps uh, he might talk about his son, Bo, his son, Bo, uh, dying, not as a result of uh, fighting, but as a result of getting brain cancer after he came home and uh, was a uh, uh, attorney general. So. <laughs> this is crazy. You know, we often talk about Fast and Furious and uh, how the Obama administration put all of those guns and bullets into the hands of the Mexican drug cartels. But Joe Biden left behind 300 times more guns than what Obama injected into Mexico with the Fast and Furious program. Uh, that is a quite the feat. $85 billion, 600,000 weapons, 75,000 vehicles, 200 aircraft. Don't forget $100 billion to Ukraine and only $700 per family in Lahaina. All right, you guys, I want to end with a little bit about RFK because he made uh, quite the statement over the weekend. I've said on a number of occasions the reason I like RFK is because he is red-pilling the left. He's red-pilling people who would otherwise not listen to the talking points that we have. And one of those main talking points is that the entire political system in the United States is corrupt. The DNC is corrupt. The RNC is corrupt. They don't care as long as they get what they want. And what they don't want is a candidate in RFK because if he was to win – well, he would be a man they could not control. So RFK is openly talking about perhaps not running as a Democrat. He says, I need to look at other alternatives because the DNC is cheating him. He was on Forbes newsroom with Diane Brady. Uh, and he said that the DNC is actively undermining the democratic process uh, by putting in place rules that are going to prevent a fair primary from taking place. And certainly they do not want Joe Biden and RFK Jr. on stage together debating. I will seriously be a monkey's uncle if, if we see that. But. Uh, specifically, he said that the DNC had shifted the Iowa primary and instituted rules that penalize candidates who campaign in certain states. <laughs> so if you get out there and try to talk to the American people in a state that the DNC says you should not be campaigning in, well, then you're going to have points on your permanent record. And apparently they're not going to let you do uh, what you want to do, which is run for president. 
He said if any candidate sets foot in the state of Iowa or New Hampshire, both very important battleground states in New Hampshire where RFK Jr. is set to win, none of the votes that are cast for the candidate will be tallied. Can you believe that? They're just going to say, doesn't matter how many votes you got, we're not going to count them for you. Uh, so he said that the DNC is considering adding rules that would also nullify votes cast, cast for him in states like Georgia if he campaigns in New Hampshire. They've made rules that if any candidate sets foot in the state of Iowa or the state of New Hampshire, then none of the votes that are cast for the candidate are going to be tallied. In other words, any delegate that I win in New Hampshire or Iowa would go instead to the president. And now they're trying to change it so that if I campaign in New Hampshire, that none of the votes cast for me in Georgia will count. That's significant because it's hard to win the nomination without Georgia. And obviously, the DNC is aware of it. They control the superdelegates and the automatic delegates, which are automatically going to be voting for Joe Biden. Joe Biden can only win the nomination as the Democratic candidate if the DNC helps him cheat in the same way that Debbie Washing Machine Schultz helped to cheat Bernie Sanders out of the nomination in 2016. Now, uh, we also have a new witness to the John F. Kennedy assassination who has since come forward and RFK Jr. is responding. I think that we need full disclosure about the assassination of the Kennedy brothers. Otherwise, it's one of those things where America cannot move forward. So this is kind of unexpected. Uh, this person just emerged uh, out of nowhere, uh, and it makes a big problem for the government and their official story about the death of JFK. So just this Saturday, an 88-year-old man by the name of Paul Landis gave an exclusive interview to the New York Times, and I know you're going to cringe when you hear that. <clears throat> But the New York Times uh, is a widely read publication, even if they put out a lot of bad information. So it's interesting because they were able to get it published in that publication. So he shared details, uh, which are frankly revelations about what happened on November 22nd, 1963 in Dallas. This is the day that JFK was allegedly assassinated by Lee Harvey Oswald. We know that not to be the case in the same way that we know that 9-11 was an inside job and the pandemic was also an inside job. So Landis was the Secret Service agent that had been assigned to Jackie Kennedy's protective detail. He gives the revelation of what happened 60 years ago by destroying one critical claim that was made by the Warren Commission. And, of course, it raises a lot of questions about whether or not there was a second shooter besides Oswald. So the Warren Commission put out the official narrative that one of the bullets fired at the president's limousine struck not only Kennedy in the back, but also struck Texas Governor John Connolly in the back, chest, wrist, and thigh. This is what's known as the magic bullet. Now, Connolly was riding next to Kennedy at the time. So how does that magic bullet twist all around like that, breaking the laws of physics? Well, the short answer is it doesn't, and that is a garbage theory. There has been many, many people talking about the magic bullet theory over the years. It has produced a lot of healthy skepticism about this uh, narrative that's been pushed by the Warren Commission and the U.S. government. So Landis told the Times that after Kennedy was shot, he was the one who retrieved the so-called magic bullet and explained the chaotic scene that gave him this opportunity. 
Yeah, Warren Commission refused to view the Zapruder film. It shows William Greer, the driver, as the shooter. I'm not certain personally that it does. I there. I think that the Zapruder film has been manipulated as well. I think that it's a compelling theory, um, but I stop short of saying that I believe it was the driver. But anyways, continuing on. Um, there was nobody there to secure the scene, and that was a big, big bother to me. All the agents that were there were focused on the president. So a crowd was gathering. This is all going on so quickly, and I was just afraid that it was a piece of evidence that I realized right away, very important, and I didn't want it to disappear or get lost. So it was, Paul, you've got to make a decision, and I grabbed it. Now, according to Landis, there was nothing magical about this bullet. He says the bullet struck Kennedy in the back but was undercharged and popped back out before the president's body was removed from the limb. It never touched Connolly. He went on to say that while he had always viewed Oswald as the lone gunman, he's now no longer sure. At this point, I'm beginning to doubt myself. Now I begin to wonder. Well, welcome to reality, Mr. Landis. I'm glad to have you here. James Robinault is a Cleveland-based lawyer. He's also the author of four books on American history. He told the Times that Landis's revelation indeed opens up the possibility of a second shooter and more. You guys are only 60 years too late. We've been saying this entire time that there was multiple shooters. I don't even believe that Oswald was one of those shooters. That's really all there is to say about it, but he, with his own testimony and his presence there, proves that the magic bullet is total, total garbage. All right, you guys. Final words over here. Zach, they cut out some of the film as it passed. Yes, they did. Yeah, there there are definite spots where it appears to jump frames, um, and uh, yeah, the I got to be honest, you know, I don't know that the Zapruder film is uh, as clean and, and cut and dry as uh, as it's been presented. I, I you know, they, they didn't bring it out for years. All of a sudden it just appears. I think that there is also other footage that we've never seen from a different angle, a different person who had a camera that day. Of course, uh, it probably completely blows the uh, general narrative out of the water. But all right, you guys, uh, mom, if you are here. Oh, Chrono Viewer, I hear you, RP. My personal belief is Greer with the shell bullet and pneumatic firing mechanism, but much respect to your thoughts. Okay, they see, I, I've never actually heard it posited that way, and I don't want to say that I don't think it's possible. I, I do think it's possible. Um, but uh, unfortunately, there is so much misinformation about this. I just didn't think from the Zabruder film that I could say with 100% certainty um, that it was actually him. But Dirk, it's good to see you, buddy. Oswald always looked like a guy who just woke up and was handed a gun. Oswald was actually a fairly accomplished intelligence officer. Um, he was certainly someone who had been working for the U.S. government for quite some time. I mean, he spent time with both the FBI and the CIA. Uh, he was simply a person that they could set up, given the background, his working with Cubans and uh, also uh, his time spent in Russia. I think that Oswald was just, unfortunately, that guy uh, that was the simplest that they they could hold up and say, hey, it's him. So they set him up most definitely. Anyways, uh, Crown of Viewer, much love to you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you very much to Dirk. It's so good to see you. Uh, let me say, uh, Matt1776, what up, bro? What up? Good to see you, man. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, always a pleasure. If you are not on pilled.net. You need to make sure you go there. Uh, if you downloaded the Foxhole app back in the day and quit working on you, it's because they deleted our boys from the app store. So what you have to do is go to the current modern day pilled.net 
add it to your home screen as a shortcut, and that will give you basically the exact same feel of an app that you download from the App Store. And you can get push notifications, you can get DMs, uh, you can purchase your gold pills right on there. It is truly the next generation of freedom of speech and social media. So please make sure you're also on Pill.net, not just Rumble, not just Getter, not just Truth, not just Twitter. I hope that I will see you there in Pill.net because there are tons of incredible patriots who use Pill.net and the Foxhole religiously because it's truly the comfiest place you can go. Uh, Thank you very much to Boise Blanc dropping that cookie and then J2 Dank for dropping that cookie as well. All right, you guys are really really the best. I sincerely appreciate all of you being here. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your patronage. Thank you for your support of the program. Let me just make sure that I didn't miss anything. You know, the other day on Cash App, I know that I did get a donation from Diana. I don't know that I actually said that on the air, so I wanted to uh, make sure that I did. Let me go check uh, Ko-Fi real quick because, ah, Two Feathers one hour ago says, do not comply. Hell no. I'm glad to hear that. You are a smart one, and I always knew you were. Uh, let me go back now. It uh, looks like also uh, Ash USA started following me. So thank you very much for following Ash. I sincerely appreciate it. If you do want to donate, I will also appreciate that. My mother says, rise to tire. What? <laughs> Rise Attire, the coupon code doesn't exist? Oh, man. Uh, anyways, uh, hold on. Let me see if, if uh, no, Rise didn't text me. So, oh, I also wanted to show this off. Look at this. What do you guys think this is? You hear that? Well, I'll tell you what it is. This is what's left of the Georgia Guidestones. A, another keen-eyed viewer who lives in the area, I'm not going to name you because I don't want to dox you, uh, he visited the Georgia Guidestones almost immediately after they were blown up. He got some of the rubble, he put it in a bag, and he gave it to me at guard. So thank you so much. I thought that was really awesome. Also, Kitsko, thank you so much for the Star Wars cards. Uh, everybody that I gave them to said thank you very, very much. I cannot wait to actually get into them and look at them. Despite the fact that Disney has destroyed Star Wars for me and its legacy, I still look back on it fondly because it was a major part of my childhood. So, as always, thank you for being here. Good luck and God bless. We'll see you tonight on Baseless Conspiracies.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.